Good afternoon, race fans. This is another special edition of Backyard Racing Nation podcast, powered by our great sponsor, Rich Mar Florist, out of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Bill, we got a very exciting guest. We got, you know, Jonathan coming back on again with one of his drivers, Josh Balicki. And we're excited because Josh is going to be one of our new guests we have. We're just now getting into our 10th episode. And Saturday, we have Miss Sarah Handy, writer writer for Kicking the Tires. Awesome. And we're looking forward to it. <clears throat> Bill, what do you think we're going to learn about Josh today? You know, there's a, there's a lot to learn there. He's a, a very popular driver. He's up and coming, but his fan base is built very, very quickly. And I'm looking forward to talking to him. This is this is a big deal for us. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, Wednesday night he finished second, I believe. Yes, he finished second, getting to send his mom some flowers, courtesy of Rich Mar Flores, which that is so awesome. The top five That's got to do cool. that. And that's just really cool. And, you know, this Wednesday, again, they're going to be at Daytona with Indy cars. And it's a star-studded field. I Athletes from across all, all of them. And, Josh, we want to welcome you to the podcast, my friend. Thanks for coming. Uh, Josh, uh, exciting news for you. You finished second Wednesday night in the truck race, getting to send your mom some flowers, courtesy of our good buddy, Jonathan. Jonathan, welcome to the podcast as well, my friend. Hey, yeah. thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. I much appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Absolutely. So, Josh, uh, we'll take a little time here and get to know you a little bit. So, what, how long have you been racing, and what got you started in racing, my friend? Yeah, so I've been racing. This year will be my 20th year. Um, I started karting when I was four and a half. So, um, since I was uh, young, I mean, basically a newborn. Um, I've I've loved racing. My dad built a 1965 GT350 into a race car that he races just as a hobby. Uh, but he bought that car and built it the year I was born. So basically, I've been going to to, uh, to race tracks and road courses ever since I was a baby. And you know, I just fell in love with it. And uh, for for Christmas in 2000, he bought me um, my first go kart. So. I've been racing uh, basically my entire life, and uh, you know it's all I've ever really wanted to do to turn into a career. So I've been I've been very lucky. And, and I will say this: uh, your fan base has grown leaps and bounds since you've been coming into the natural spotlight. So that's really cool to see. And I got to say that fan base is really strong. Well, that's much appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my background is road course racing, um, so making the transition into NASCAR was a lot of work, a lot of learning. Um, especially, especially the tracks. Um, my first oval start ever was in the NASCAR Xfinity series at Phoenix. Um, so it's been a lot of fun, but you know, the most rewarding thing is definitely interacting with the fans and, um, you know, just, just, you know, I run all my social media and and seeing the messages we get. And, um, I mean, even after just the, the virtual race Thursday night, you know, the, um, the Rich Mar Flores 100 at Kansas, uh, seeing the support, you know, obviously we, we got, uh, we were racing hard. We crashed out, but uh, just just the overwhelming support from that was really cool. And you know that carries over obviously to real life too. To have a, a large fan base that means a lot to me and uh, to all of our sponsors, it's uh, really cool. So thank all of you guys. I'll tell you what. I was watching a truck race while I was broadcasting a uh, PS4 Heat Four Cup Series race, and you guys' battle for the lead <laughs> was intense. 
was intense, just like the cup race was. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know which one to watch more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it know, was a lot of fun. <laughs> it looked like, I ain't going to lie, it looked really fun. Now, your partnership with Jonathan at Richmar Florist, how did that get started? And, and if you can, tell us what what brought you and him together. Yeah, so Rich Marr Flores has been a, a, a supporter of Rick Ware Racing for uh, some time now, and I had the opportunity to drive the car um, for the first time with, with their logos on it last year at Pocono, um, and it was uh, my first time meeting Jonathan as well. So uh, we met him there, and, you know, we uh, we connected. Uh, really nice guy, and, um, you know, we, we've stayed in touch since then. So he's still with Rick. Uh, obviously, he's expanding a lot, and uh, it, it's really cool to see him come on board, uh, not just myself, but also Garrett Smithley and Spencer Boyd, um, John Hunter Nemechek, and, and guys that I call friends in, in the Cup Series, um, and as well as the Truck Series as well. Um, so it's it's cool to see him supporting so many different drivers. Um, I, I think that's the thing that really makes him unique, and uh, especially recently with, uh, with everything that's been going on, um, supporting uh, virtual racing as well, which, um, you know, Jonathan and I talked about a little bit. Uh, previously just through Facebook Messenger, how we've both kind of used a lot, utilized uh, sim racing and iRacing, um, him utilizing iRacing to, uh, you know, to sell more to Dover and myself to, uh, you know, start streaming and some of my stuff. So it's really cool to have him on our car this week. Um, and uh, yeah, he's the title sponsor of the uh, uh, Daytona Exhibition IndyCar race coming up too on Wednesday. So that's going to be a lot of fun with a lot of IndyCar drivers. A lot of NASCAR drivers, lots of sports car drivers, uh, reaching basically a new audience there with uh, with a lot of IndyCar drivers there. So yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun and a really cool partnership. So Jonathan, Josh? Jonathan, I, I want to ask you something real quick because he just touched on it. I saw today uh, a senator hockey player is actually going <laughs> to join in. Yeah. So as a hockey yeah. player, that's as a hockey fan having a hockey player. That's really cool because now it's not just racing that's touching; it's touching other sports. Uh, Jonathan, how'd that make you feel? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, Josh kind of let me in on, uh, I think, a hidden gem here. So uh, I kind of owe him for that one. And uh, really, it was part of you guys just trying to get him, you know, on the podcast and, um, you know, just trying to touch base with him and, and check in on him and kind of congratulate him for that top five last week and a, and a great run. But, I mean, there's two Olympic hockey skaters. Uh, Ron Caps, I believe, is, is talking about coming back on. Um, they kind of represent my hometown. Sage Karam's getting on there too. Uh, he's an indie indie driver, um, so I mean it's incredible. I think Josh and I are trying to get Kyle Long on board too. So uh, you know, keep an eye out. I think there's still a couple spots left, right, Josh? There are. Yeah, there's still uh, uh, more people that are they're going to be joining. Uh, but yeah, one one cool thing about iRacing, which I'm sure you guys have all seen, is how it connects so many different drivers from different disciplines uh, that we're racing together. Um, I'll probably be the first to say that I've ran more Indy cars, I think, during this town downtime than I have um, the NASCAR race cars on, on iRacing, and it's just been a lot of fun. I mean, my, my background is sports car racing. Um, growing up, I always wanted to go Indy car racing, and um, just for, for some purposes, I went the, uh, the closed wheel route. Um, but it's awesome just to race with some of those guys, you know, I, I kind of have fanboy moments, but, um, yeah, going back, you know, we, uh, we raced last week and I've raced for the first time with the, uh, with the NHL player and, uh, I've raced with Kyle long before and, you know, guys that you never will be able to race against in real life because they don't race in real life, you know, but they do enjoy racing and, and sim racing. And it's really cool to see everybody that I racing connects. So, uh, power to it. And, um, yeah, really appreciative for everything that Richmar Flores has done for us. Yeah, and, and, 
and us too, because you know, with Jonathan with his business, Rich Mar, they are our only sole sponsor that we have right now on our podcast. And without him, you know, we couldn't do what we do. We're, we were fans and I race dirt late models and, and my buddy co-host Bill, he's a huge racing fan all around. So without him, we couldn't even do this podcast, even though it's nothing really big, you know, to us, it's huge because now Jonathan's part of our racing family. And I just want to let him know that he's very important to us here at backyard racing nation. Josh, do you see this uh, iRacing thing? You know, I, I realize we're getting ready to go back real racing here in a matter of a couple of weeks, but do you see this iRacing thing maybe he, during the off season being a series or something that the guys continue to do that could possibly stay televised? Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, you know, I've always loved sim racing, uh, but I haven't utilized it to the extent that I have been the last two weeks or two months, and I, I think a lot of the top drivers as well um, haven't utilized it to the point where they are the last couple of months, so I, I definitely think uh, once off-season comes, which I know it's still, you know, far away, um, but I definitely think there's going to be a lot more leagues, uh, a lot of a lot of exhibition races, kind of like we're running right now. Um, I fully expect to see televised races during the, uh, the off-season, uh, just to keep the NASCAR fans engaged. You know, it's something that's pretty easy for us drivers to do um most of our sims are at our home you know mine's in my second bedroom in my apartment so if i want to jump on basically i walk you know i walk through my apartment and i'm on the simulator so it's uh, it's really cool it's a really cool tool uh but it's also beneficial for us um so yeah i think that you'll continue to see it grow i know iRacing has had a record couple of months uh which is really awesome to see and yeah i'm, I'm excited to keep seeing it grow and just for the future of it are you going to be racing at North Wilkesboro this weekend? So I will not be in the in the uh, the Saturday race now because they moved the Sunday race to Saturday. I will be racing the Martinsville race on Friday night, which was Saturday night thunder. That's going to be Friday night thunder. I really wish that they would have our Xfinity race at North Wilkesboro. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I've never driven it, um, but you know I've I've watched old school races there just on YouTube and on television. Um, but unfortunately, I won't be there on Saturday. Uh, they kind of kick some of us smaller drivers out for room, make room for guys like Dale Jr. and, and Jeff Gordon, which is totally okay. It's, it's okay because it brings a lot of fans in to watch that iRacing race. And uh, that's part of why they've had so, so much success, just people watching on TV uh, who realize how easy it is to get into iRacing and they can do it from their home. So, um, yeah, like I said, I will be on the, uh, on the track on Friday night on the virtual track and also Thursday night in the, uh, the ice box challenge race, um, the truck race, which will be at Michigan. Ooh, Michigan, big track, a lot of speed. So, so Josh, uh, out of all the racetracks you've raced at road course wise, cup race wise, truck race wise, what is your favorite track that you go to? And what is one that you desperately want to win at when you get a chance? Uh, I can answer both those with the same, with the same track road America. Um, I live, so many people don't know, but I still live in Wisconsin. Um, I know most drivers do live in North Carolina, but I'm here in Wisconsin, um, about, uh, 35, 40 minutes from road America. Uh, I've grown up there. You know, I think that was one of the first tracks I've actually been to. Um, I raced go-karts there and in the, in, in the infield, uh, I also raced go-karts on the big track before I moved to full-size cars. Um, so that's a track I've just been going to my entire life. Um, the area is beautiful. The track itself is, is a lot of fun to drive. And yeah, I mean, if I could pick one race to win, it would be the Xfinity series race at road America. Uh, cause you have so many friends, family there, uh, but also just to show what I can do on a road course. Um, 
we uh, we have a Xfinity Series deal with BJ McLeod this year, so we will be there in the Xfinity Series. Uh, BJ has um, really stepped up his program this year, and even with this two-month break, uh, I know that he has built some new cars, and we're going to go there and hopefully have the sponsorship dollars to go there and actually run up front, and who knows, maybe contend for the win. Two years ago, um, you saw Jeremy Clemens do it, and I, I, I believe that I can do it. I uh, just need the right opportunities, so we'll see, but Road America is my answer. Interesting. And you being a Wisconsin boy, that tells me you're a big Green Bay Packers fan, correct? Yeah, not as much as I should be. Um, I'll tell you, most of my time, my spare time is just spent racing. And if I'm not racing, I'm trying to figure out ways I can go race, whether it's spending time on my computer, trying to find more partners, or whether it's uh, on simulator racing. Uh, but I actually went to my first uh, Green Bay Packer game uh last year two years ago and i had a lot of fun so uh, i think it's safe to say if i was a you know i am a green bay packer fan and uh, i'll definitely be going to more <laughs> that's, that's awesome um so your part your partnership with jonathan is that going to be more in the future with racing uh real life cars or I'll definitely say I wouldn't be surprised to see him on one of our cup cars. Um, like I said, he has a partnership with Rick Ware, Garrett. Um, he's going to be on a couple of my cars virtually this week, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we we haven't announced yet, but we're announcing it right here. Uh, he's going to be on a GT3 car I'm running tomorrow at a big charity race. Uh, this race is going to be streamed live on Twitch on the front page. Uh, it's called Cove Aid, and basically all the, all the proceeds and everything are going to go to help some of the Cove Aid Relief Fund. Um, and then Wednesday, we have the um, Rich Mar Florist 200 at Daytona, which is uh, the exhibition IndyCar race. He'll also be a primary sponsor of my IndyCar, that one. So hopefully we can get, get him a win at his race. And then Thursday night, we have the Icebox Truck Challenge, which he'll be a primary sponsor on my truck there. So, yeah, we, we led 25, 30 laps in Kansas last week. Hopefully we can lead some more next week. We're sitting second in points, so hopefully we can go get Jonathan a win. That would be really cool. I'd love this. I can't wait to see you pull that, pull any of those cars in victory lane because I, I know I, I've seen some of Jonathan's cars. I've seen the one that Garrett raced at Martinsville in person at the race, and that pink and black car was beautiful. So I can only imagine what kind of cars you have ready for the sim racing world. So I, I can't wait to see them in victory lane and see them on TV. Yeah, I'm excited. For everybody that's listening, you guys can go to our social media um, tonight. They will be up. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to, to show you guys them and to hopefully take the checker flag with them. Trifecta for sure. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be huge. Yeah. He, uh, he sent me a picture of uh, the GT3 scheme, and uh, I think he's going to make Garrett a little jealous uh, once Garrett sees that. So uh, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan definitely told me, um, you know, the, the, the flowers and the floral is art, and I think I took that – to uh to the next level so yeah i i designed the cars myself a lot of the cars you, you've been seeing me run um on iRacing have been designed by myself and i i have a lot of fun with that so i had a lot of fun painting up this uh this richmar flooring car oh wow you you actually are an art so you your background outside of racing is that are you an artist do you like graphics design or something um anything? so i mean it's all self-taught basically through racing um i just found that as a sponsorship hunt went on for me uh, i found myself always wanting to make renderings and even if it was just approaching a sponsor for the first time um you know maybe out of the blue i found that it's more beneficial to have a rendering made up or, or something so i just I, I downloaded adobe illustrator and photoshop and i, I kind of taught myself how and it's taken me two or three years and i'm still not an expert by it um but i i do 
design some of the cars I race in real life. There, there were a handful of cars I raced last year in the Xfinity Series and even the Cup Series that uh, I had some input in. Um, if I need anything done really complex, uh, taken to the next level, I'll go to my buddy Justin Calvin, who does a lot of work for Denny Hamlin and also William Byron. He designs a bunch of his their cars as well. Um, but I just have a lot of fun seeing my my work come to come to life. I mean, ever since I was a kid playing NASCAR Heat, you know, or even just the old NASCAR old school games on PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, you know, you, you design your own cars and, and see them on the game come to life. And I have a lot of fun doing that in real life. It's not something I thought I'd ever do. Um, but at the same time, uh, there's a lot of things I do on the racing side and the business side that, you know, have, have taught me a lot and things that I never expected I'd have to do. Um, I have a lot of fun with. So one of those things is definitely the, the art side and the graphic side. Well, that's, that's a different side of a driver. I, I commend you on that. Cause I can't draw to save my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't draw. I mean, maybe when I was maybe when I was younger, I I, I did do a lot of drawings with, with hand and markers. But um, I, I have a lot of fun creating things on 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 Photoshop, on Illustrator, and even the um the race logo, the Richmar Flores 200 at Daytona. Um, I kind of had some input to that, so that was a lot of fun. I know that Shane McGee, he, he makes a lot of the, the, the cars look really good too. So there's a lot of guys who do a lot better job than I do, but I have fun just experimenting with it. And hopefully one day I can be as good as some of those guys. Yeah. Shane over at SMD does a great job. I love his Scooby-Doo. He cars. does. He, he does a phenomenal job. Um, a lot of those guys, you know, it's so hard to pick a guy to, to try to stick with and stay loyal with because they all do such tremendous work. But he's definitely up there along with uh, Justin Calvin and even, um, you know, a couple of other guys. So Ryan Daly does a good job. So, yeah, it's really cool to see those some of those creations uh, come to life too. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Um my question, I have, so, I have so many questions for you, Josh, and I know I don't know what kind of time. I'm good. On, but what, who, is your, who is your childhood hero racing, you know, sports cars, indie cars, and even NASCAR? Uh, so growing up, I was a big Jeff Gordon fan and the NASCAR side. Uh, I think just because, I mean, he, he drove, in my opinion, what was the coolest car. I mean, the Rainbow Warrior, you know, what four or five-year-old didn't like that. I mean, all the way up to, you know, when I was 10, 11. Uh, but also on the Formula One side, I, I loved Michael Schumacher. I remember painting up just toy helmets to, to look like Schumacher's helmets. And um, I was always a huge Formula One fan and not as much today as I was uh, maybe, you know, 10 years ago. But uh, Michael Schumacher was definitely a hero of mine just because he was always winning the races. And I think anytime I would watch, it would be Michael Schumacher out front. You know, that's a guy, that's the guy I kind of wanted to be. So uh, I definitely say those two were, uh, were my biggest inspirations growing up and people I wanted to be like. Wow. Two heavy hitter drivers. I, I mean, the, the Michael Schumacher surprised me. Uh, that one, I, I didn't think you would go F1. I actually thought you were going to go, you know, United States Indy cars, but I, I can't argue with the Michael Schumacher one. I, we watched that for one. He was my driver. That That's team, awesome. So. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there's a lot of great American talent as well who, who has raced IndyCar, Champ Car, um, all the way from Michael Andretti to Paul Tracy. Paul Tracy's always been uh, a big role model of mine. And actually now I've connected with him on Facebook quite a bunch, and I've talked to him in person. So it's it's pretty cool that, that the racing industry is like that. You know, as, as you move up or get older, you can actually connect with some of the guys who are your heroes. And uh, I think another one I, I tend to forget about uh, is Alexander Zanardi. Um, he had that massive crash, I think, in 2001. Um, but 
you know, right now he's a guy that I look up to more than anything because he could have easily kind of just sat down and retired and, and lives a pretty simple life. Obviously he's missing his legs, but he went on to win Olympics, gold medals, um, and he still races. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he impressed me at the Rolex 24. He really did. Yeah. I mean, once you're a race car driver, I don't think there's any way of taking that out of you. And, you know, he's had to come, um, uh, overcome and adapt a lot of things, but you know, at the end of the day, he's still a race car driver and he can get the job done. So I think that's really cool. I, I, hey, speaking yeah. of overcoming, is, isn't uh, Robert Wickens joining you guys on, on Wednesday? Yes. Yes, he is. That's been a lot of fun. Um, so oh, wow. Robert obviously had that very gnarly crash at Pocono, um, left him yeah, I was there. very injured. Um, but I've been on iRacing with him for the last two or three weeks. Um, actually, before he did the IndyCar race that was live on TV, he ran with the uh, Elite Racing League, which is a league that I've been racing with in IndyCars. And it's just been really cool to race with him and a lot of other guys. And I mean, even just to see Robert's progress on iRacing in the last three weeks. I mean, the first couple of races, he was just kind of kind of riding around, getting used to you know racing again, driving, um, even if it is virtual. I mean, the, the iRacing is so realistic that, you know, it, it definitely took him a little bit of time, but now you see him running up front. I think it's really cool. And, you know, I think that's a sign of things to come in real life when he goes back to real racing. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, I can't. I can't wait to see him either. Um, yeah, I just can't. That, his story is such an inspiration to people that have been injured and want to come back to racing. That go through all that to see him progress from not being able to walk to now seeing him almost walk with with minimal help. But I, I truly see him in a race car soon. I well. do too. He's a true inspiration. Bill, I know you said you had a couple questions for our get for Josh. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and, and chime in here. And Josh, uh, with us getting ready to go back racing, we know you have a a full time. Uh, I believe it's full time Xfinity ride. Are, are do, what are your plans in the truck? Yeah, the so actually, my, my Xfinity plans are not full time. I'm going to be sharing that ride this year. Um, I did race two of the three uh, first races. I ran Daytona and I also ran California. Um, but my goal is to be in the Cup Series as much as I can this year with Rick Ware Racing. And um, I think it's it's well known, but Rick Ware bought Premium Motorsports this year, uh, which includes Spire. So um, even if it's not in one of Rick Ware's numbers, 51, 52, 53, uh, it'll be in one of the cars that he owns. Um, so yeah, I'm just always working on deals um, to be back in the car and Obviously, these, these past two months have been tough. A lot of markets, uh, a lot of budgets have been reduced. Um, but, you know, things are kind of opening back up now. And obviously, going racing, we're going to be the first sporting event back on national television. So, although there will be no fans in the stands, um, I think the TV ratings are going to be out of the roof. Um, so, I think that's really cool. So, yeah, my goal is to be in the seat at Darlington uh, at both the races. I think that would be really cool. And I, I'm really close to making that happen. Wow. One thing that a lot of people aren't looking at is that we run on used tires all the time in the in the Cup Series. Unless we have you know a, a big sponsor come on board, it's it's no you know it's no it's it's obvious that we we are underfunded. So we are going to have to buy step up and buy full tires uh, because there's not going to be any uh, used tires available out there. So um, you know I'm just trying to help as much as I can and, and raise as much sponsorship dollars so we can go out there and actually be pretty competitive at Darlington. Uh, Darlington is one of my favorite ovals ovals uh on our schedules so i um i really hope to be in the car there 
So, is there any chance we'll see you in the 600? Um, there is a chance. I think that I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm trying to bundle all these first four races in together. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, with them being back to back so close in time, uh, I think there's a pretty big chance for that. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to see in the, in the 600. Uh, I've always been impressed with what you do with so little and what you get out of the cars. It's it's very impressive. And, you know, seeing you race on iRacing against some of these big names just shows that, you know, talent that these underfunded drivers have is just as good, if not better, than some of the big name drivers that we have on NASCAR. All they need is some funding, and, you know, that's that's huge as well for Yeah, what we I see. agree right there 100%. And I think two drivers that really capitalized off of this – uh, maybe even three drivers. Uh, you got Timmy Hill, who's leading the points, Garrett Smithley, and even Landon Castle. You know, I think we all know Landon Castle is a phenomenal driver. He, I think he just hasn't really been given the shot he deserves. Uh, but, you know, those three really come to mind that are shining during this this time on iRacing, uh, especially Timmy Hill, you know, doing so much with Little. Um, I mean, you know, you talk about doing a lot with a Little in his truck series team in real life, but he's doing a lot with a Little on iRacing too. I mean, you look at his setup um, – you know, compared to guys like like uh, Denny Hamlin, it's just complete opposite spectrum, and yet he's leading the points. So it, it has been really cool to see um, a lot of the small drivers really make a name for themselves. You know, people probably a lot of people may may not have known who Timmy Hill or Garrett Smithley was during uh, before this time, and I, I can tell you they will know who he is going back to real racing. Absolutely. Let me let me ask you something. These guys, they had like Timmy Hill and, and yourself and uh, Garrett Smithley. They coming into this break that we had because of this virus. Like you said, their name wasn't well known, but now they've gone out there and they've proven what they can do in iRacing. Does that make them more marketable? I to definitely a think it does, and that's what it comes down to. Obviously, is sponsorship. That's why we're so appreciative for guys like Jonathan and Richmar Flor. Flores. Uh, but I definitely think it does make it more marketable because you can just use it for an example. You know, Timmy Hill can use this for an example and say, well, look what we've done in iRacing when everybody has equal equipment. Well, this is what we can do in real life, but we need the sponsorship dollars to do it. And, you know, I think Timmy Hill is making a great point of that, especially with his truck program, because he's been running really well in his truck program. And, you know, even if it means taking a step back for somebody like myself or Garrett to go to the Xfinity series and race at a higher level, kind of like what Ross Chastain did, um, I think it definitely just makes us more marketable and we can use it as an example. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh Josh, if somebody wanted to purchase some gear for you to help support your racing, is there places? Unfortunately, for that? I don't have any gear right now. Um, when I do, they are kind of just limited time offers. Um, I'm working on a store that will be at joshbalickyracing.com, um, but we we do quite a bit of giveaways. Um, we'll probably do Richmar Flores giveaway, give away a couple shirts, uh, but also some of my other sponsors as well. Um, we always have giveaways, um, and we're pretty open too. You know, if somebody wants a hat or a signed hero card, we always send them something. So the easiest way to contact us is, is directly through me, uh, which is Josh Balicki Racing on Facebook or Josh Balicki on Twitter and Instagram, or even just any of my sponsors. You know, most of them can forward me the the uh, the hero card request, and we get them out. Well, I will say one thing. Out of all the drivers, all the young guns and the low-funded team guys, you, Garrett, Timmy Hill, Landon Castle, Spencer Boyd, just to name a few, you guys are so active on social media and engaged with every fan across the board. That just makes you guys so so nicer to talk to. And 
you know, we appreciate, you know, you interacting with some of us on Twitter. I know you and I have talked a little bit on Twitter and I appreciate that. And it's just nice to see drivers who actually care about the fans and know what racing is really about, because you just mentioned the fans, what drive. Yeah, sport. exactly. I mean, without the fans, there wouldn't be a sport. And, you know, I really hate that fans won't be able to be at the track with us. Uh, but you know, racing at least without fans is better than nothing. Uh, but we definitely will miss the fans, but yeah, I mean, without fans, we wouldn't be in the positions we are. So um, we got to give it all up to, to you guys. And I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of fun with it too. You know, if I can make a little kid's day just by, you know, uh, this weekend, I, I wish somebody a happy birthday, I made a video for somebody on Facebook who's a big fan of mine and just little things like that. I mean, I, I think that's what makes some of us smaller drivers um, connect more with, with some of you guys fans. So I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to us. I have enjoyed watching you interact through some of, with some of your sponsors, um, insurance King being one of them. And, um, some of the stuff that you between Insurance King and you have come up with has been really, really entertaining. I'm yeah, I mean, you know, sponsorship <laughs> is so much more than just the branding and the car. It's, it's you know, all the social media and the engagement. And, I mean, you know, for example, I don't know if you guys know who Ed Bassmaster is, the comedian who just does some funny things on social media. Uh, but, you know, Insurance King and I invited him out to Indianapolis yep. last year. And yeah. he got me in a little bit of trouble doing some some silly things when he shouldn't have. But, you know, just things like that, you know, you just got to engage different type of people. And, and uh, like I said, you know, sponsorship is so much more than the logos on the car. So that's why I think guys like myself and Spencer, Joey Gase, uh, Garrett Smithley, um, Timmy Hill, you know, we take it to the next level and, you know, we try to get the most for our sponsors. So, so Josh, um, when you had your first young fan come up to you and ask for an autograph, how did that make you feel? What went through it your was mind? awesome. I mean, it was actually at my first NASCAR start at Road America. I was with a biker racing, um, completely last minute deal. And I, you know, I get there and, um, I mean, I was just overwhelmed by everybody who knew who I was. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fans there, a lot of, a lot of local friends. Cause you know, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, but you know, I do remember signing a little boys. He had a helmet that he actually wore. He was a carter. He raced go-karts at, at road America at the cart track inside the track. Um, and he brought his white helmet that he wore when he, when he races. And, you know, I just thought back to myself when I was six, you know, meeting, meeting drivers. And at that, you know, at that age, you don't know if somebody's a backmarker or who they are, you know, all you know is they're a NASCAR driver and it, all it takes is, you know, one short conversation and you make his day and, you know, you, you have a lifetime fan. So I remember that specifically from the first race at road America. That was really special to me. Nice. That's awesome. I think that's what guys really like, awesome. you know, like you, Spencer, Garrett, Timmy, like you said, you know, I think that, that that's what makes you guys so special to, you know, smaller companies like us is just the fact that you will go out of the way for the fan. You know, I mean, I, I know just from, you know, being with Spencer at the track, like we'll be talking and they'll say, excuse me, you know, I got to sign something, you know, and, and I'll say, yeah, sure. You know, we want you to do that. You know, so I think that that sets you guys apart, you know, and the Rick Ware, the whole Rick Ware team uh, does a phenomenal job with that and their interaction with fans. And um, I, I just think, I think it's awesome. You know, I mean, I, I couldn't afford to be on, on Jimmy Johnson's car, but I got to say like the, the five or six guys that, that I interact with and that I trust my brand with, uh, I, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's great what you do. Well, yeah, that's very much appreciated. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have seen instances where people turn down signing autographs and, you know, I, I've seen the negative side of that where it, it, 
you know, makes the drivers look bad. So we always try to make time for the fans. You know, I don't think I've ever turned down an autograph, signing an autograph. I don't think Spencer has. I don't think any of those guys that you listed has. So, yeah, that, that's very important. Uh, just little simple things like that. You see people out there and they say, oh, well, if it's not a big-name driver, they're not going to get any recognition. Well, you know, uh, what was it, two year, two or three years ago when Spencer ran Xfinity, he proved a lot of people wrong with that by finishing in the top five yeah. in fans' uh, fans choice voting. I mean, it proved that you don't have to be a Kyle Busch or, or a Jimmy Johnson to have a huge and loyal fan base. I agree. You know, everything that he does and everything that we all do on social media definitely has a big part in that. And um, yeah, I think that's why we, we, we tend to be sometimes more popular in some of the, some of the big drivers who, um, who don't take the time for the fans. So, so Josh, I, I know you finished second in a truck race for that Jonathan sponsored. How's it feel to be sending your mom a bouquet of flowers from <laughs> it's, Jonathan's it's awesome. company? Um, I, I really can't wait. I mean, my mom has done so much for me uh, throughout my career and, um, I don't think I give her the love that she deserves. So, uh, really appreciative of that. It's really cool that he stepped up and did that. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just thankful to be associated with him and have him on our cars this week and, uh, keep, uh, keep growing his brand and hopefully we get some more flowers sold this week. I will say this. I've seen some of, of his arrangements that people have picked up and he's posted on social media. Uh, the doctor, he showed shared a picture of on social media that he, she picked up a bouquet of flowers. Those were, those were extremely beautiful. And Jonathan, you should be really proud of, of the craft and the trade that you do because you do. Thanks guys. We're, we're at it every day. I mean, uh, I was at it 12 hours today. I'm sure that it'll be 12 or 15 plus, you know, this week. So I just made it home in time for the podcast actually. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. We appreciate you. <laughs> hey, we we all yeah. do, and and for all the for all the sons and the husbands that want to send their wives, their mothers, flowers. If you live in the area that Jonathan and his company, you know, support, which is I believe all of the eastern side mm-hmm. of PA, Allentown, Philly, right. a little yep. bit of New Jersey. Exactly. We correct, can send something Jonathan? anywhere. You know, just that we're sending something to. Uh, Josh's mom, you know, I know that Ryan Vargas took uh, the fifth spot away from our friend Austin. Um, and I know he is so excited to be sending his mom flowers. She's out in California. So, um, you know, we have a great network throughout the country that, that we work with. So it's it's not difficult at all to you know accommodate any NASCAR fan that wants to support us. And they can they can actually yep. go through your website, Jonathan, yep, and, very easy. and, and order on your website. Very cool. Awesome. I know I know that's true because living down here in Florida with the passing of my wife's grandmother, I, I personally reached out to you, Jonathan, and, and you sent a beautiful bouquet of flowers to to the funeral home. And, and so I do know you will work with anybody anywhere. And that that is all. It, they were beautiful. And, and I got to see pictures. I think it's even person um, because of my work schedule and everything not being able to get off because as a central employee, I couldn't really go anywhere. Um, but I thank you from my family, from my wife's side of the family. Uh, we thank you for those flowers and, and you got, and those Thanks. flowers, you did a beautiful job as well. So, so Josh, uh, you got some racing coming up. Uh, you got some real racing coming up. Is there any hopes that we may see you in the Rolex 24? Uh, do you have any inspiration? Yeah. In I mean, race? That's on my bucket list. You know, I have, I have 
three or four races that are on my bucket list were before I retire in, you know, whatever it is, 30, 40 years I want to do. The 24 Hours Daytona is one of them. 24 Hours of Nürburgring is one of them. Um, 24 Hours of Le Mans, that, that's far-fetched, but, um, you know, I definitely want to race those three in my in my lifetime. And actually, I, th- I think this last year I, I was the closest to ever – I ever have been to actually racing the 24 hours Daytona uh, with Rick Ware. Unfortunately that the program went, went down a couple of weeks before uh, just, just due to some parts issues. Um, but I definitely think that with Rick Ware's program, how he's expanding to IMSA, um, I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I think that hopefully I can, I can take some of my sponsorship from the, uh, from the NASCAR side and incorporate that to the, uh, the sports car side. Cause the 24 hours of Daytona is one of the bigger sports car races in the world. Um, so I, I definitely could add some value for, for our sponsors by crossing over into the sports car world. So hopefully, hopefully next year or the year after I, I can, you know, cross that one off the list. Well, if you do cross it off the list, let us know because we'd love to hear about it because I've never been to the Rolex 24. I've watched it on TV. Um, and, and it seems like it's so much fun. It's a 24 hour endurance race and, and Bill and I were jokingly one night talking about it on the podcast. How cool would it be to see a NASCAR try an endurance race with all three series involved, if it even could be done? But that would just be something to see. I know it's we're entertaining apples and oranges, but that would just be. I think it'd be neat. I don't even yeah, that would be wild. That so one. the longest endurance race I've ever ran is a 25 hour race in California called the 25 Hours of Thunderhill. Uh, we actually won it. In our, in our class, we ran in a brand-new MX-5 cup car, Mazda, um, and the car was just really reliable. But every year we ran, uh, we've raced against, a obviously in a different class, but on track with us at the same time, an ex-NASCAR truck series car uh, from the late 90s, early 2000s. So that car um, obviously had a different motor in it, but the chassis itself has held up, and they put a big light bar on the front. So I think it would be possible uh, – do I think it'll happen? Probably not, but it's one of those things that you wish you could see. And I think next year during the um, during the Bush Clash at the road course, you know, I think that's I think that's going to be just phenomenal there, seeing the uh, the Cup cars on the road course at night. So, man, it'd be cool to get a pole position this year and be able to be a part of that. But I think the closest thing I'll do is is uh, I'll be there for that next year. But I don't think I'll be in the driver's seat. But that'll be close. I think you can do it. I well, think you I appreciate you got that. the talent. For sure. So, uh, so other than the the sports car world, any aspirations to go maybe some dirt track racing? Absolutely. Maybe run outdoor in the um, truck? Since I began racing NASCAR, you know, I've always wanted to hop in a dirt car because I, I think that, for one, it's going to be a lot of fun, but for two, I definitely think it'll just help help me make the transition because I still learn every time, every time I'm behind the wheel of a, of a NASCAR Cup car, or Xfinity car, or truck on an oval, I, I learn something new every time. Um, and that's just because you know most of these guys that are racing in the NASCAR Cup Series, Xfinity, or trucks, they've can't, they've come from late models or some form of circle track racing. Uh, whereas whereas I, you know, I, I've never raced a late model. I've, I've driven a, a limited late model once in my life, but I've never driven a super late or anything else to that extent. So, I um, I definitely want to try my hand at dirt racing. I would love to drive a sprint car. Um, definitely don't say I'll race one. Uh, maybe I need a bunch of practice before I, I'd race one, but I would love to run a sprint car. Um, I really would like to run a non-wing sprint car because I think those things just look super hard but rewarding to drive. Uh, the closest thing I've ever come to racing, anything close to that would be I've raced a 
outlaw 600 sled, which I'm not, if you're not familiar with, I would definitely look it up on, on just on Google or even on just scroll back on my Facebook page. An outlaw 600 is basically a midget chassis with two skis in the front and an offset track in the rear with a snowmobile motor uh, to the, to your right. And you race on an ice oval up here in Wisconsin. Uh, they have a couple of them actually up here in Wisconsin. And I mean, they're fast. I mean, you know, you're talking 120 miles per hour in some of these things at certain tracks. Um, they they kind of drive like, like you'd imagine uh, a midget would, you know, you kind of have to have to drive them sideways, uh, but they're a lot of fun. And actually I won the world championship class for that. So that was a lot of fun, but um, that's the closest I've ever raced anything uh, to dirt. Whoa. A um you can go to facebook and just type in outlaw 600 josh balicki or you can just go to google and type in outlaw 600 but they're uh, they're pretty wild uh the first time i saw one I, I said i have to figure out how to race it and natalie decker's parents actually owned the racetrack that i raced at so i reached out to them and uh they got me connected with somebody who owned a sled and i've ran for three years in the third year yeah we, we won the race so they're they're pretty cool um i've I mean, I'm a big advocate for driving anything, anywhere, racing anything, whether whether it's, I don't know, lawnmower, whether it's a dirt bike, whether it's anything. You know, I think the skill transfers. Um, so I, I, I try to race anything everywhere I can. That's awesome. That's that's huge. And, and Josh, you said about never driving dirt. I own a uh, what's called a limited late model. It's a 358 with a, a two-barrel carburetor on it, 650 carburetor running on alcohol. Um Anytime you're down here in Florida, let Jonathan know. And if I can put it together and be able to let you race it and won't hurt my points, uh, bring your helmet and bag, your bag. Absolutely. Even if it's just friend. just a couple laps so I can get comfortable or, or just, just have fun with it. I, I definitely appreciate that. That would be a lot of fun. It's a blast. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just got a text from uh, it's Garrett, a blast. Josh. It looks like he's going to be joining you on Wednesday night. Awesome. Yeah, Wednesday night's going to be big. Um, the last couple of races we ran uh, have had really stacked fields. Um, the last IndyCar race I actually ran was at Miami last week, and I was racing pretty hard with uh, Rubens Barrichello, who is – he. I mean, he was Schumacher's teammate for, for years at Ferrari. He has wins. Um, so – I mean, those are just some of the some of the guys that are in the in the races that I'm racing with, and I mean, I don't get starstruck very often, but I, I definitely got starstruck, you know, racing with with Rubens and hearing him talk, and you know, just just it was really cool. So Wednesday night, definitely, you guys have to, t- to tune in. That's going to be on Speed51.com. Um, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be 40 drivers. Um, I can tell you, we all take it seriously. Um, there's not going to be people wrecking each other on purpose. It's, it's going to be a real race, but it's going to be wild because it's going to be at Daytona. So yeah, Absolutely. Josh, you've been doing this IndyCar racing in the iRacing world. I mean, would any chance we would, I would ever absolutely see you in the Indy to, 500? But I think the Indy 500 is probably a little bit out of reach, uh, at least right now. You know, maybe if I could build a name for myself in, in the NASCAR side to where I'm more well-known and I can use that kind of like – Kind of like Kurt Busch and, and some of those guys have done in the past when they've ran ran Indy 500. Um, but I mean, it's it's definitely it's a goal of mine, uh, at least to at least to race an Indy car once, maybe even just drive an Indy car. You know, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, for me to to really be competitive there, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely outside of um, outside of that opportunity, the window of that opportunity, just because most of those guys start at open wheel racing at such a young age. And it is just completely different type of racing, kind of like going from sports cars to 
these big stock cars, you know, it was different. It, it's a transition and I'm still learning. Um, that'd be the same thing going to the, the open wheel, but um, I would love to, uh, but for now, iRacing, iRacing will uh, be the closest that I'll get. So Josh, how did you throw this, uh, in, this, this exhibition? Ex- ex- oh my gosh, I can't talk today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, how do you throw the expedition? Uh, the ex- yeah, my tongue is all tied. Sorry, buddy. Um, um, so this is actually ran through Elite Racing League. Um, Elite Racing League is ran by a guy named Chad. Chad and Jonathan are actually they're actually pretty close. I think they're only within 15, 20 miles of each other. Um, but so Chad invited me to run a exhibition IndyCar race at gateway and i ran it and i've just kind of stayed in touch with chad um elite racing league they run races every week with probably every day of the night between the nascar truck series between modifieds cup series xfinity series indy cars um they're busy they have a lot of active racers who aren't professional drivers who are just sim racers uh chad for instance chad is a school teacher and he runs this elite racing league on the side and um He's obviously had a lot of time on his hands, so he's been putting together a lot of these races, and he's invited so many pro, different pro drivers, and um, that's how all of us kind of started racing together, and that's how I started racing a bunch of these indie cars online um, against guys like Will Power and uh, James Davison, Will Davison, who's a V8 supercar driver, and Ron Caps, just just a bunch of different guys. So um, that's kind of the, the short story. It's all thanks to Elite Racing League and. Um, you know, like I said, Richmar Flores is the, uh, the title sponsor of that race. And it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty wild that they're within 15 miles of each other ish. Um, they didn't even know that. Yeah. We've been talking quite a bit since then, actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I would say even probably less than that, probably like 10 miles from each other. Our, our high schools <laughs> that, are probably like five minutes apart from each other. That's such a small world. Yeah. We had no idea of that. Um, I had no idea of that beforehand. So, um, yeah, it's definitely really cool. Really appreciate it of, of Jonathan and Chad. Uh, but yeah, this is Chad's deal. Uh, Chad's the one that's invited me. Um, so really, really thankful for Chad and elite racing league. So Josh, are you going to be, or do you have a Twitch channel? I do. You're going to be streaming. Yes. I, I recently or... started streaming. It... Uh, I got the whole setup here. I bought a second, a second monitor. I bought a, a secondhand, camera because no stores had one because they were all sold out um but yeah so my twitch name is josh underscore balicki um recently i've been obviously just streaming a lot of iRacing but also also like to have fun with it too uh bailey curry and i have downloaded wreckfest which is i'm not sure if you're familiar with it but it's just a game where you basically it's it's <laughs> you want to crash each other i mean it's kind of the opposite of iRacing uh, but that's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun playing that. I downloaded a set of Corsa, which is another sim, kind of a competition to iRacing, and they allow people to make their own cars and, and insert them in the game. So, for instance, like one of the cars I downloaded is the world's fastest lawnmower built by Honda. The thing does like 130 miles per hour. So, you know, if, if you get a group of five or ten people racing lawnmowers, it, it's going to make for, for just a lot of fun and, and uh, make for pretty good TV or, or streaming on Twitch. So, um, yeah, Josh underscore Balicki. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, I have a Twitch, so I'm going to check it out, uh, check it out and see what you're doing and, and, and interact with you there and, you know, have some fun because, you know, uh, my days are pretty short now. Uh, they're, they're, well, it's getting longer actually. The travel industry where I work in is starting to open back up, uh, some, some good things happening. So that's good. Uh, but, um, Glad to see that 
you know, drivers are interacting and, and sponsors are putting on these awesome races. I'm just, just interested. The whole thing that piques my interest is Daytona yeah. and the word IndyCar. Because you, you, you don't put those two together. It, it, IndyCar and Daytona are not something you mix because we honestly think of Daytona as the world center of speed. We think of it as stock car road course racing, but not IndyCar. And my guess, and this is just my guess, you're probably going to see 230, 240 mile an hour speeds at Daytona. And I think drafting, just like with the cup and trucks yeah, and for sure. cars, so you're going to see that we too. We originally were actually going to plan on um, an exhibition race at Monza, but the the old school F1 Grand Prix track, which was the oval and the road course combined. So kind of like the Monza Madness plus the, the, the road course. Um, and myself and Chad um, – James Davison and uh, Stefan Wilson, a few IndyCar drivers, did a did a test there, and it was just everybody kept crashing. So we uh, we tested at Daytona that same day last week, and just two drivers, me and Corey Lewis, who won the 24 Hours at Daytona this year, him and I were in a draft together, and we were at 235 miles per hour. So they're actually having an exhibition race tonight. I think it may have already been over, but yeah, I think the speed you're going to see is 240, 245 miles per hour in a in a big pack. So it's going to be wild. Uh, they're going to be, it's going to be carnage. We'll have one reset, um, but it's going to be a good show and you're not going to see any intentional wrecks, but you're definitely going to see some wrecks. Hmm. Interesting. And, and, and I don't mind seeing the wrecks in the virtual world because let's be honest, nobody's going to get hurt. And it, 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 the virtual world that you see is so awesome. And I'm excited. Like I, the, the excitement, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. I'm Can excited. we get the Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> so Jonathan, what are you looking forward out of this race? What do you what do you think is gonna happen? Oh gosh, you, you got you really got to put me on the spot here for Wednesday. Well, I, I I gotta go with my you know my Richmore guys. I, am. I mean, you know, Josh, <laughs> uh Spencer, Garrett, you know, uh those are my guys. So uh you know, if I wanna see anybody cross that finish line, I, I, I wanna see one of my guys uh, you know, win the win the race that we're sponsoring, but uh I'm just excited to see all these guys. I mean, uh, the list is just insane. I mean, when, when, when Josh told me who was on this list, I'm like, you want me to sponsor this? Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and um, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I just happened to reach out to him and, um, you know, that this opportunity arose and um, I, I've had a lot of good opportunities this last two years in NASCAR. So I, I appreciate people like Josh and, and even, you know, some of the other guys I don't know. I mean, like, like I said to you guys, we got the follow button from, you know, from Ron Caps and, uh, you know, retweeted by Sadler last week and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's exciting to kind of branch out and to just to see athletes, uh, even uh, Todd Eldridge, who's a U.S. figure skater, started following us today on Twitter, too. So uh, it's great to see athletes kind of just buying into it, having no idea, you know, who we are. I mean, at least, you know, Josh and, and, and my friends in NASCAR know who we are, but these other guys have no idea who we are. So it, it, it's great to see people embracing it. So, so Jonathan, you know, my wife and I, we have Geisway Creations where we make cool stuff for people. I, I, I'm going to go out here on, and let you know, uh, this is social media. This is a live, well, not really live, but it's taped. Um, the winner of the race for Wednesday night, I will make them a 11-ounce travel mug with the picture of the winner's car inside and i will get it to you 
and you can send it to them as a gift from Dice awesome. White Creation. I might have for, to tell Chad. Might have to get uh, flowers, you know, for, for the winner or something like that. I don't know. I, I have to come up with something creative. There, there's uh, some real big names on this list, so we got to keep them talking about it. I think the winner should drink a cup of milk. Yeah, take, take, we're required. That's required. <laughs> if, if you win, take take a video oh, of yourself cool. doing some milk. That'd be fun. I think that, yeah. I think that should be required. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Indy car race. It's a one-off. It's at a historic race track, yeah. just like yeah, Indy. it's going to be good. So, what time does this? What time does all this start? Is there going to be any pre-race? Is Speed Fifty One TV dot com going to be? Is this going to be free, or does people have uh, to pay this for race it? will be televised free on, on Speed Fifty One dot com? Um, I think the start time is 8 p.m. Eastern time. Am I correct, Jonathan? Um, you know what? Let me check that. I just got. I, oh, did you see the graphic, by the way? Have you seen the the graphic that's going to come out tonight? I have not. The Senate. Oh, so Let we're getting. Ooh, so we're sound hearing that we might have a really cool graphic. So he what says think, uh, Wednesday's 30 Eastern. I think that's going to be cool. Uh. 630. 830 Eastern. 630. 630 Eastern. Copy that. 630. Yeah, I'll send you the graphic after uh, I I hang up with uh, with you guys, but um it, it's a really sharp looking graphic and and all all, all the names are there. They got to they got to fix it up and get Garrett on there now. <laughs> but um you know, it should be exciting. Yeah, I definitely think that's why they they haven't released well, it yet gonna... because they still are adding so many drivers. I mean, you know, you're talking about 40 drivers from from NASCAR, Xfinity, from everything, but also now you're adding Olympic figure skaters, you're adding NHL player, you're adding Garrett, you know, you're adding a lot of people. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, anybody's going to have a shot to win this thing. So, uh, I can tell you if you're leading on the, on the, when you take the white flag, you're probably not going to be leading when you take the checkered. So you I think, think there's, there's going to be some big blocks. Big I think there's going to be some huge runs. Um, I mean, five to 10 miles per hour, different, you know, in the draft versus out of the draft. So, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be wild. Um, hopefully nothing intentional like, like we saw at Indy. Um, but, uh, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be really good racing. Not that, that I'm excited. Now I'm even more excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'm going to be Wednesday. Yeah. Credit. I'm going to have to hustle home. <laughs> um, Jonathan, uh, I know you have the website and everything, and I know we talked about it. Uh, do you want to go ahead and let our listeners know the website directly from you and any way they can go ahead and advertise your business uh, to promote? Uh, yes. Just go through your business to buy flowers. Com. You know, you, we're on social media, you know, at Richmore Flores for uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and, uh, you know, Facebook slash Richmore Flores. So, um, you know, even if you can't buy flowers this week, you know, follow, follow along. You know, we, we do a lot of fun stuff with uh, with celebrities like Josh and um, – you know, um, we just do a lot of fun things. We try to, there'll be a big announcement the week after Mother's Day that's, that's, uh, racing related. So, um, and you guys, you, all three of you guys pretty much know it, but, um, we'll, we'll keep it on the DL till it's official, but, um, we have some exciting stuff coming up and I'm looking forward to seeing Josh and everybody, uh, get back to racing. Oh, we're excited. Uh, that, that is exciting news too. I yeah, can't right. wait to you let us go ahead and spill the beans. Um, being for and I'm I'm looking forward to getting back up to home to Pennsylvania. My wife and I are from Boyertown. 
which Josh is only 45 minutes from where Jonathan is in Allentown. Um, and getting back to Pocono, getting to see some friends up there, see Spencer race, and uh, hopefully you're racing either the Cup or Xfinity race, and we can cheer for you and Garrett and Timmy. Uh, and then uh, get home, so to speak, uh, home down to Grandview Speedway so my wife can – we can see some of our dirt track friends. But, Josh, in all honesty, if you do get to Florida, even if it's for a vacation and it's race season, let hit me up. And if the car's together and we can go racing, uh, uh, you know, I absolutely we'll will take you up on that offer. So I appreciate that a lot. And Josh and Jonathan, we want to thank you guys very much for coming on. And Bill, we got we're now we're, we put Jonathan in the spot for Wednesday night. Uh, I mean, we know there's some heavy hitters. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I, I'm gonna have to go with Josh and Garrett and and the guys with Richmar because those guys probably have been practicing. They probably know what the setup's gonna be, so they kind of got an advantage. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with those three guys, just like Jonathan. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that. To be honest, I think it's anybody's race. I'm cheering for any any three of us uh, who who are who are uh, the Richmar Flores drivers. So, I mean, you know, with with us kind of being teammates here, we can definitely have an advantage and maybe work together, and maybe you'll even see some strategy where we might just uh, play it safe at the beginning and be there at the end, just just like we do in real life sometimes, and it, it definitely pays out for us. So, um, you know, there's going to be cautions. You know, there's going to be pit uh, pit stops and uh, just we got to be smart with it with only one reset. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, we can uh, work together and that'd be really it would be really awesome to have a one, two, three finish with all of us. So we'll see. Ooh, yeah, that would the be question awesome. is, what's one of you guys are going to be the one <laughs> not me. going to finish second? Not, not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't sure know if the yellow line rule is in effect. <laughs> uh, I know that the Indy car does not like that yellow line, but uh, if we have to cross it, maybe we'll have to cross it. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, Sage, uh, Sage Caribbean mm. in the race, uh, you know, he won the first Indy virtual race very handily. So, uh, you know, keep an eye out for him out there. He's... Uh, he knows what he's doing behind that wheel. He is. He, I mean, he is. He is borderline uh, a professional sim racer. You know, obviously he's a professional racer, uh, but he's also insanely fast on iRacing. And I've raced against him on road courses and Indy cars on iRacing. And I mean, he's a second or two quicker than I am. And I, I consider myself pretty quick on iRacing, but I, I see him. Will Power is another one. Those two just amaze me every time I race with them in a lobby. How quick they are on a road course. I mean, it's almost unhuman, uh, but they are fast. So yeah, he's going to be a, he's going to be a threat too. Uh, yeah. But hopefully we can keep him in our rear view mirrors and uh, get Richmar Flores to win. That'd be awesome. I, I think you guys can, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I think you guys can bill. What do you think? Who, who are you, who are you going to pull for? What do you think? I, I got to pull for Josh. I mean, uh, Richmar drivers, are, all three of them are good, but uh, I'm kind of a Josh Balicki fan when it comes to Xfinity anyway. So well, that's I got to awesome. pull I for him that. Uh, in the race, we'll speak. So, well, all three of us basically are picking uh, Richmar Flores. Very politically yeah, uh, correct, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. I, I think these guys, I think, to be honest with you, I think the three of them have been practicing and we don't know about it. And I, I think they got a little bit secret on the inside because uh, Josh kind of letting it out of the bag that he's been on there a long time. So uh, I, I think, uh, I, I think the three Richmar guys are going to, are going to show, uh, 
these IndyCar guys, nice. how, NASCAR guys can drive just awesome. anything. Yeah. Well, Josh, Jonathan, I want to thank you guys for me and Bill. I want to thank you guys for coming on and, and hanging out with us for a little bit of an hour here. And I know it's 830 where you guys are. Uh, Jonathan is, and I, I'm not sure about a Wisconsin where you're at, but um, know it's late. Jonathan's going to have to get up soon and, and go back to uh, getting flowers ready for everybody's moms for Mother's Day. So we want to thank you guys for coming on. And, uh, Josh, if you ever want to get back on for anything, just give us a shout. You can go through Jonathan or uh, you can shoot me a message through Twitter, and, and, and we'll definitely That's uh, very much appreciate it. And get I, I really enjoyed talking to you guys. Uh, Jonathan, again, I appreciate everything you've done for us and, and the sport. Uh, not just myself, but like I said, you know, our teams, our sport, our friends. Um, so, uh, yeah, thank you all. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And, Jonathan, you have a great night, my friend. And, and Josh, uh, we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday racing. Four, in, uh, yep, you'll see us in the car race at Daytona. <laughs> all good right, luck. thank you, fellas. You guys Thanks. have a great night. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. All right, sounds good. You too. Scott, that was the most interesting uh, podcast. We learned a lot. Yeah, uh, we, I, I'm I'm very shocked how humble he was. Uh, first time really talking to Josh outside of the racetrack. Talked to him a little bit one time. Uh, very humble young man, and, and always great to have our good buddy Jonathan and, and our proud sponsor that we have of our Backyard Racing Nation podcast. And and uh, I, I kind of think John, Jonathan knows how. Uh, much the guys that practice and how much they put into this race and because of the sport and you know i'm ready to see i'm excited (laughs) the excitement i can't contain right now but you know i i know it's you know i I, no i just know i'm ready for wednesday I'm ready for Wednesday, but but I'm more ready for that two weeks. Well, well let's see what's today. Today's uh, Monday, so we're we're less than two weeks away from uh, Darlington. As much as I'm looking forward to this I race Wednesday, I have to admit I, I'm so ready to hear to see those cars on the track, you know, and watch them at the most historic, one of the most historic tracks in NASCAR. So uh, you know, I think it besides Daytona, I think. In our NASCAR world, Darlington has the most history behind it. Like we were talking about the other day, you know, when you go to Darlington, like my wife and I did, you could just feel the legends of past there. And with it being a throwback, it was even more so. Like, you could feel it. Well, we learned this week that we're going to have at least two, possibly three races that are going to be that are being replaced by these new races. Um, Josh, or excuse me, Scott, what 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 tracks do you think are going to be losing that date? I don't want to speculate too much, but I, I know one of them is probably going to be Sonoma. Um, I just have that feeling one of them is going to be Sonoma. Uh, I think one of them is going to be a truck race uh, up in Canada. We're going to lose. Um, because of this virus, uh, the other one, uh, been hearing some rumblings, um, but you know, nothing is official. We'll wait for NASCAR to put that out. And, but my gut yeah. tells me we're going to lose Martinsville spring race and not have it be made up. 
Uh, Michigan is also another track I'm hearing tossed around because of some of the regulations and rules that are in place in that state right now. Yeah, that could be another thing too. But I think that race is in July or August. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it is too. But, you know, we'll get there and we'll see what happens with NASCAR making the official statement. But, uh, you know, Bill, last night you were in the, the pro uh, premium racing online uh, YouTube channel last night. Uh <laughs> Uh, I, I kind of made my maiden voyage in PlayStation 4 with a controller. Not used to that. I'm used to the iRacing world where I have steering wheel and pedals. Um, you were doing really good. You were up there running third at one point. Uh, yeah, made a made a mistake getting in the pit road and uh, trying to avoid somebody. I kind of hit hit the gas a little bit too longer and and uh, got a small speeding penalty, but came out and finished 11th. Um, was satisfied satisfied with that. Locked into the playoffs and. Uh, the number 10 of Mike uh, got the win after the leader ran out of fuel and brought out the caution. And the rule book states you can't bring out the caution of the leader. You go to the end of the longest line, which happened to be the basically, I think he finished 25th. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but it was just crazy. I mean, I, he, the guy, he turned straight up deliberately, and there's no excuse. No, for there's that. none. It, it, you know, it, you're going to run out of fuel. You might as well just take, take the no win and go on to next week. But, uh, you know, everybody's trying to lock themselves in this, this crunch time right now, getting close to the playoffs for them guys. And nah, I understand he's a racer at heart and wants to win, but in reality, you didn't make the right call. You didn't go down the pit road and just splash it off. And you could end up winning the race with the yeah. fuel, but you know, it, it is what it is. We can't, <laughs> we can armchair quarterback it all we want on a, on a Monday night, but you know, he tried what he thought was the best move and it. It just wasn't. But, um, you know, Bill, we, we got a lot of racing this week. Again, even though it's virtual, we got a lot of racing until we get to Saturday. Saturday, we have the first race here in Florida back. Uh, there's two races going on on Saturday now, I've been told. Um, 417 Speedway down south uh, near Miami is going to be racing. Um, 25% capacity, I believe I heard. Um, but Auburndale Speedway, 25 minutes from my house. Pavement tracks, though. No dirt tracks have opened up yet. Uh, going to be running the pro trucks. Going to be running the mini stocks, bombers, uh, and our buddy running, isn't he? mini cups. I'm sorry. And, and uh, yeah, our buddy, our, yep, our buddy Derek is racing. Uh, so uh, my wife and I are going to go there and cheer him on on behalf of us here at the podcast and have some fun and get some racing in our system and I'll definitely post some videos after the race. Uh, I'm not going to go live as they do not allow live video, but they may change that with the low limited number of, of uh, fans in the stands. So we'll see uh, if that is, I'll definitely go live on our Facebook page and, and show some racing for all our fans and you know, our, our podcast listeners out there and uh, podcast world. But you know, as we always do, we want to make sure, you know, all of our friends, that our frontline people, all those frontline workers, the nurses, the doctors, the truck drivers, the EMTs, the CNAs, all them folks know how much we really appreciate them for getting us through this terrible time of this virus. With everything opening up, folks, remember, they put their lives on the line for us to be safe. Thank them. Say thank you. Show some courtesy. Hey, hey, thank you. 
And just because things are opening up doesn't mean you can become careless. You know, if you're not feeling good, do the smart thing. Stay at home. Yes, yeah, stay at home. And if you're really not feeling good, call your doctor and wear a mask. Go in to be seen with that mask on. Don't breathe on anybody. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Use proper hygiene. I, I, I go to Walmart, and it, up to about a couple of weeks ago, almost everybody's wearing a mask. And you walk in Walmart now, and probably 90% of the people are just getting careless without the mask. Yes, I realize restrictions are, are being, you know, lowered. But, folks, I don't care if it's just a tickle in your throat. You know, put that mask on. Play that Play it safe. No use in risking your health or somebody else's. Exactly, because you never know what you're going to be taking back home. Yes, we may be going to the races, but my wife and I have decided we're going to be wearing masks. We go to the racetrack, we're going to be wearing masks because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're around people that we, we love and cherish as friends and family. And, you know, some of our friends are, you know, high risk. They're, you know, my wife, my wife works in a 55 and older community. Uh, we live in part of that community that's for the younger side, but there is a 55 and we all mingle. So out of respect for them and respect for everybody else, we're going to make sure we wear a mask, even though we know we're not sick, but we don't know about anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Bill. Well, well Bill, Scott, uh, that time again. That time to um, say goodbye. And, you know, and we, we've had a lot of fun. <laughs> Ten episodes in, two and a half months almost in, in podcast time, but. You know, uh, we've had a lot of fun, met a lot of nice people, met a lot of people now we consider friends. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can continue to grow our relationship with Josh and uh, with Austin and get those guys, uh, you know, some more publicity and more airtime what they need. And, you know, hopefully when Josh, you know, gets his store up and running, he lets us know so we can help him promote it. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's we're all here as fans and we're all here to make sure every driver can compete and and support themselves Absolutely. and their family while they race. And that's all it's all about. And folks don't forget to tune in, you know, Saturday, we're going to have uh, Sarah handy from kicking the tires. Um, and we're going to talk to her about racing and how, how she got involved in, you know, starting her media career in racing. And we're just going to have an all around good time. Yes, sir. We are. And I can't wait to talk to her and find out what made her become a journalist for racing. So, you know, that's going to be at 1 o'clock on Saturday. And, you know, after we do the podcast, I'm going to be jumping in the car and heading over to Auburndale Speedway for that race. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to have Sarah. She's been a good friend of ours. She's been huge help with getting this podcast started, giving us, you know, pointers on what to do. And we can't forget Suzanne and Tim Spain giving us some help as well. And, guys, if you want to listen to another good podcast that's, you know, through the phone system where it's live. It's up. Follow them and listen to them at Pit Stop, and, and make sure you let them know when you talk when you're in there in their channel. Let them know that the guys over at Backyard Racing Nation sent you over there and tell them how good they are. Uh, give them some love because without them, this podcast really wouldn't be off the ground. Really, it probably would have made one episode, and that's it because we really uh, are just fans, and I'm just a driver. And you know, they always say the good thing you can have a perfect setup in a race car, but the best thing that can screw it up is the driver behind the wheel and that's absolutely true, and it's it's can't say anything more about it. We've had some interesting moments, but but we've we've pulled through it all. Yes, we have. And Bill, I couldn't ask for a better co-host to be my co-host with me. Uh, great to have you. I'm honored to be a uh, great friend. I have, and 
Bill, I will catch you later on. I'll catch you on Saturday. I know we'll talk throughout the week, but uh, another episode down in Backyard Racing Nation's podcast history, and we're on to the next one.